1: Recap, I'd say fantasy scoring, but since I'm obviously still out on paternity leave, I recorded this. Well, my son and I ended up going for a walk, which means I'm recording it through a Bluetooth headphone. So Paul and I uh, had a bit of uh, technical issues for the first 12 minutes of the show. They are unusable. They are currently lost to time. So we're going to jump right in uh, after we would previously talked about the fantasy scoring. You can check that out. Just uh, tweet at Rob, or tweet at Paul. It comes back in later in the episode too, uh, who scored the most. It was Big T, Josh and Swaggy, if you were wondering. And my MVP for the episode, which we lose, is Swaggy's swimming ability. That was just top-notch stuff uh, across the board, getting a medical DQ. But me and Paul uh, are going to jump into the conversation. Uh, We do talk about the challenge, the episode. My son is still here with me, if you can hear him in the background. Uh, Remember to like the episode, and remember to subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast with a five-star review. Uh, and say something nice about the show Sports are coming back, so we're going to have plenty of stuff going on If you missed the comedy bracket, the first two episodes are out For the funniest movies of the 2000s Those came out on Tuesday and Wednesday to so hit the feed and go check those out I'm doing well, baby's doing well Hope you're doing well out there right now And we're going to jump into me uh, halfway through a rant about Corvettes And why Corvettes are brutal So, let's go <laughs> Where it's an American car, it's not like, I don't know, like an Alfa Romero, for example. You see, like, a few of those cruising around. But, like, 50 years ago, you just didn't see them in North America. I do not even know if they were an actual thing 50 years ago. I have no idea. Nice cars, though. But, like, where when you grow up and, like, you don't have a bunch, and, like, the rich guy in your town, he might drive a Corvette, and you think it's, like, the coolest fucking thing in the world. And then when you get older, as it turns out, like, yeah, you know, the Corvette's fine. It has a decent engine in it, but there's it's like a low class Mercedes kind of thing. And you can buy the Mercedes for cheaper, which is the weirdest thing about it.
2: Yeah, it looks it looks best with a mullet waving or flying through the air behind or yeah, inside yeah. inside of inside of said Corvette.
1: So back, back to the show. Yeah. Um bad so bad news for Slaggy, because he DQs and looks like an idiot. Better news is that he looks good in comparison because he gets to fight with Josh. But then you have the situation where he couldn't suck in West to be his rival. Now his rival is going to be Josh. That's a big L. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I... and he, he also went on this thing. But well, he also went on this thing where he, had, when he was like making fun of Josh during his confessional, he said like, you know, Josh is six foot one and like marshmallow soft. But didn't Swaggy say that he was six foot four, like he himself was six foot four. Yet when they stand next to each other, Josh looks taller than him?
2: I'm gonna say, man, there's a <laughs> lot of nonsense that comes out of Swaggy's mouth. He's also talking about how, oh yeah, he's hiding behind all the security guys. You know when like someone's trying to separate a fight and you want to kind of look tough and you kind of like do the old like shoulder shrug where like you know, oh, don't hold me back. Don't hold me back. Like, that's kind of – and that's smart. You don't want to get kicked off of this show. But um, I don't know. In, in his confessionals and stuff, I, I feel like he made it seem like he was ready to throw down with Josh, and he clearly wasn't. I want but I, the one thing I really thought about all of this, and, the, you know, every, anybody who knows me, I'm a big, big-time fight fan. I want to see, like, get him on one of those, like, fame MMA, like, boxing matches that, like, Bear and George are on. I want to see Swaggy versus Josh. Inject that shit into my veins. Maybe that should just be, that. that's a
1: new elimination. MMA fight.
2: Let's go. I would like to see it, because, like, I think, like, from somebody who breaks down fights, I think Swaggy is going to have better reach, better mobility, probably better better cardio. cardio. But... You know, Josh gets inside that that Josh's chin is like Jay Leno and like the Easter Islands had a baby like you're not knocking that shit out like you're not you're not laying any heavy damage on that like I feel like Josh could take an absolute mugging and uh, and still be around in round two. Um, Maybe, maybe yeah, the Homer Simpson approach is how I see Josh fighting, and it, it would be whether Swaggy can kind of pick him apart from distance. I think it's a fascinating matchup. I want to see it. If people from, like, any of those greasy MMA or boxing promotions are listening, sign me up for that shit.
1: I don't know if they are listening, but I remember the Georgia and Bear one. Turns out, like, they didn't get paid for it. Okay, well. Then maybe... They got, they got the
2: <laughs> uh, okay like let's pay them if we're gonna do this but i would watch
1: hey why not just make that another spinoff of the challenge like there's no more real i guess real worlds on like facebook there's no road rules like they show ridiculousness eighty thousand times a week like just have the challenge spinoff mma Love and then it. you can just bring back old challenge people like no one would ever want to fight Durrell. no he imagine like him. prime c imagine prime cd in one of these oh
2: Man, there would be a lot of great tilts. Like, I think, like Rogan. Rogan looks like a, a guy I wouldn't really want to mess with. Imagine, like, I mean, Turbo would just break the game entirely. Turbo, yeah, literally has like MMA training. Clearly, won a won, won a final, so has amazing impeccable cardio. The guy's super jacks. Can do like flips and shit. Like, I mean, Turbo's eating everybody's lunch, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, you put him one on one against Bessie. I think Bessie might take him down. He's twice the size. Eh,
2: we'll see. Like Bessie is a legit six Yeah, at least, and he's and he's big. He's like, you know, he's a former basketball player, so he's got that like, yeah, six six
1: football. six
2: football player. F- or is uh, Didn't he? I think he may have played some college. Or yeah, you're right, football. But I thought he played some uh, some basketball as well. Uh, but he's got that, I, like, I, he's got that big boy. Anyway, it doesn't, it, either way. Uh, he's got that big boy build. Um, different type of build. Like, it's not like he's just tall and skinny. Like, he's tall and thick.
1: And I, I don't see who beats either Emily or Laurel on the girls' side.
2: In a fight, yeah, Laurel's Laurel's just so big. I mean, Maddie, Maddie's got yeah, that Maddie's southern. That's I bet you na Maddie's been in some scraps. I'd put my money on Maddie. Um, against Maddie versus Laurel would be. I mean, yeah, I want to see that too.
1: Well, it's just so easy to forget about Maddie because they even she's so forgettable that they didn't even put her into the tribunal. She was the one person who got to skate along. Scott Free. I mean, she got.
2: This was her, top, I think maybe her first time cracking the top 10 board in fantasy scoring, which I just threw up again. She was 10th with 52 points. Um, Here's my take on Maddie. I feel like, um, I think Rob told us in advance, and then we found out through Ashley that she got a DUI and all of that. I feel like they're not showing her in any of these bar scenes because she is a party girl and they're, they know that that story's out there. I mean, people have seen the mugshot and stuff. I think they're just trying to like, you know, maybe not show Maddie being a party girl right now, six months off of a DUI charge. That's what I'm I'm thinking. We're just not seeing it because they're trying not to like glorify um, somebody who is obviously had an issue with uh, substance
1: abuse and stuff. Well, the the report that I I was sent, what did they say that she had, she had like, Two
2: drinks in her, but she was also on, like, bacon Oc- and something like that? Yeah, basically, like, oxygen booze. Like, she said only a couple drinks, but two hydrocodones, <laughs> which is basically like codeine.
1: Oh, she's, that's for your Trump station, right? <laughs> yeah, not the thing
2: you Trump stating, right? Not hydrochloroquine. Don't inject, no no injecting bleach into your veins, okay, people?
1: Is hydrochloric in the malaria drug? Yes. That, that's what
2: that is, right? That's what that is.
1: So, yeah. it's like, so you can, like, take it and it's fine just people are, like, idiots.
2: Yeah, but hers is hydrocodone, which is just, like, uh, basically it's just, like, morphine. So it feels
1: like a pain pill. Yeah.
2: Hillbilly no. heroin, so, basically.
1: So you have that. Uh, and I think that's, like, my girl, Melissa, who's on my team. Same I just thing. feel like she's not getting – they're not showing her do anything because they don't want to show her drinking because they know that she's pregnant.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like they're using kind of the same policy with her. Um, because yeah, she's pre- she's pregnant, and they're just like, "Oh boy," did not know that was happening. Yeah, I think that's the exact same thing. What do you think's gonna happen with her? Because like, feels like the writing's starting to get on the wall. I know she made some deals with people in the um, in the interrogation room this week, but they're not exactly all that inclined to like cater to what she has to do in this game at this point. I don't really like. She's, yeah. I guess I guess she's with like Kyle. Who is she
1: really with? Yeah. she's with, I think she's with, like, Kyle, like, the Brits, like Kyle and Rogan. Yeah. So, my, I think with her is that she is now, like, basically put into the Big T role, where it seemed like they were saving Big T for whoever wanted to go get their Red Skull, and now Melissa becomes that person. Yeah. But, I think, but, like, I've seen Melissa in Eliminations, and she is fiery. I, would, I wouldn't I would be sleeping on Melissa. She would win the elimination. I could see. I
2: mean, when you look at some of the names on the list, what we have, I think she could beat Bailey. She could beat Anissa. Um, yeah. At least those two. I mean, not, the other not girls Nonny. you got, yeah, and Nani she could beat. Um, but and, you know, she's probably going to struggle against the D's, the Maddies, the uh, the Jenny, obviously. So there's still yeah. there's quite a good quite a good number of. Uh, excellent girls in this show. I think the one thing that we have to get into is what are, what are you, what's your take on D here? I mean, like we've supported it, but it's, it's real greasy and it's, you got to think about if you're ever going to have, like if anybody's ever going to trust you anymore, making alliances in the future, if you go through with this on, on Jenny,
1: I got to say, like I couldn't be a bigger fan this year. Of D and Rogan for that matter. Just we got too much of them the first few episodes, but the past few where they really haven't been in it. I've been like, ah, I'm kind of missing them. And they're just always up to craziness. It's great. Like, they're great characters. But what's gonna happen is D couldn't pull the trigger on Jenny, which does mean at some point D is getting fed to Jenny.
2: Yeah. That's uh and, and yeah, Jenny's Jenny's more than ready. I mean, it was the right decision not to throw Jenny into that i mean the only
1: decision i I guess if you put
2: let me let me let me let me let me pat Pat, let me pat Pat, i can talk over you i can talk over you let me finish my sentence because i know what you're gonna try to say um the thing about d and you, you threw me off now i don't even remember what i was gonna say
1: yeah, the move is throw Jenny in against Casey. Get rid of one of them. That's the move. That's what I was
2: going <laughs> to say! <laughs> but they didn't do that. That was the only move. That was the only move. But I still think Jenny comes out ahead. Like, Jenny was made to throw exercise balls out of a pit. You think she's going yeah, to so, like she's gonna be unstoppable in that? I, I mean, yeah, Casey would have yeah. been competitive. You get rid of one of the good competitors. That's obviously the move. That is clearly the
1: move. But, uh... Uh yeah. But it's not like Jenny cleans up in the daily mission. Like she's fearsome because her like at elimination you're like, Oh, she can beat me in anything, essentially that's not a puzzle. But if it's a daily mission, if she's not on the tribunal, you know, you're fine, you just keep throwing her in.
2: Yeah, it was a little cowardly. You, you talked a big game, and then she didn't. Uh, she didn't follow through with it. And she had the other girls. Like the other girls were lined up to put her in too. I mean, Kayla kind of threw the uh, the wrench in all of it by wanting to go and sleep with Bear. Like, just like, yeah, put me in with Casey. I probably got like a twenty percent chance of winning that. So, eighty percent chance of uh, yeah of going to see Bear after this. That's
1: basically how it played out. So we're now back to the guys' day. Is, is this when Bananas and or Wes or both of the events like now go in? Like Corey, Kyle, Swaggy, Josh, Bananas, Wes. I think those are all the guys who haven't been in and need to get a red flag.
2: Do you think Wes and Bananas comes to a head because of Jenny versus D? How so? Seems like I, – I, I don't have any confirmation, but it seems like – Bananas has always been at least talking. I see them hanging out with each other and on Team Jenny, and obviously D and Wes are, are a pair. So maybe D talks to Wes, tries to get rid of Jenny and and bananas. Like that's where the divide happens between Wes and Bananas. I don't know.
1: I I think just Wes might turn on bananas, or they assess the situation. And they look at it. Let's say Bananas or West is like the person who's put up next week. Uh, so they have to find out who's going in again too. If it's Bananas, if like West gets voted in, but Bananas is on like in the tribunal, he might just look at it and say, "This is the best matchup for me." Like West is my easiest path here, depending on what it is. Like Swaggy and Josh are probably the two worst, but Bananas and West probably aren't far behind in terms of like eliminations at this point. So you might look at it and be like. Well, I'm bananas. I'm bigger than Wes. He's the only guy that I am bigger than. If it's a, like power thing, I'm going against Wes.
2: Or it's all just fake news. It's just a, it's just a yeah. creative editing in a trail in a uh, trailer slash teaser.
1: Well, I- we saw it on the next episode on. We saw it on the this season on. Mm-hmm. It, it seems and they've really really played this. We're best friends, in it. so it would be it would only make sense that they have to go head to head. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that's about all I got. That's
2: about all Nani I got. Nani thinking,
1: like, she's going to win is hilarious. Oh, my God.
2: Actually, thank, thank you for bringing that up. Can Nani stop pretending? I saw our, our, our boy Rob sent this, like, uh, Instagram post or something from Nani where she's going on about... How I just want everyone to know that the reason why my friend Jenna went in is because of this. And the reason Kayla went on uh, in is because she because she wanted to go in. So I'm still a loyal friend. It's just like, Nani, nobody was accusing you of having any control over the direction of this game this season. Like you you didn't have anybody's ear in making those votes. So why are we pretending that like you were gonna try to save your friends. You don't. You didn't have control to do so.
1: Oh, there's also something that they should do. So I don't know if they're going to do it. The girls should never vote in Anissa again. Anissa should have her ticket to the final and just like pencil her in. Like that is someone you want to face in the final.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because she's gonna do well with the physical stuff, the little small little challenges, little things in contained spaces and stuff. But. I mean, I've seen her running on that indoor track. Now, they've got it usually in slow motion and stuff, but it's not looking like she's, uh, she's moving all that quick.
1: Well, I think this is her uh, – it's either her 12th or her 13th season. Uh, shout out to Alan, who's was on the show before the season started. Came up with the – Anissa is the first challenger to win an elimination in three separate decades, so that's pretty impressive. <laughs> like, she can't run. Has been think no. her entire career on the challenge. Like it's her twelfth or thirteenth season, and I think she's won a grand total of like thirty thousand dollars
2: off this show. Yeah, she's a tough vet. She's been she's tough to get out in an elimination, specifically if it's physical. But but yeah, she's not built to to run a challenge. She's never been to a, to a final, has she?
1: No, she has, and she's been awesome.
2: Okay, yeah, um, yeah, the she is the person to drag along. I wonder if they will, though. I don't – she doesn't seem as – she seems aligned with the wrong people, in all fairness. Like, she's aligned with Nani. I mean, Nani's, Nani's got to be going home soon,
1: right? I mean, instead of Melissa as a lamb, maybe they're keeping Nani around as a lamb. Like, I can see – like, Bailey is going to have to take her shot here soon. I'm curious to know if she goes in against uh, – because they can probably set it up, like, with Wes, and they have so many numbers that she can probably pick who she wants to go against. That it's Melissa or Nani, I would probably pick Nani.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's more of a proven track record of not being the best at this stuff with Nani, whereas Melissa's a little bit more of a wild card.
1: Yeah, she's more just unknown at this point.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Um. Oh yeah. I, we didn't mention this during the Josh fight, but like, who throws their drink at someone? What a cowardly.
2: There's... Exactly. That, that's why that was uh, really, really redeeming for Swagatha because, yeah, he was, having, he was having a rough time in this episode. And then Josh threw a drink at him and you're like, all right, Josh, you're, 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 you're back to being the idiot that we kind of made fun of all of last season.
1: I mean, good for him for getting on TV. That's not uh, the way that I would want to be portrayed, to put it that way. Like, I wouldn't want that. Because that's just such a... It's like spitting on someone. He's just such a low-class... Movie.
2: Yeah. I couldn't agree more. That's uh, it's
1: and, pretty dodgy. And, and with, like... It's weird watching Swagatha between, like, him in the house and interacting with everyone, and then him in the confessionals. Because, like, when he's in the house... Or, like, he's at the challenges, and he's like, just like, randomly talking to people. He seems, like, totally normal. Yep. But when he goes into, like, the confessionals, it's like he's playing this, like, hyped-up persona of himself. Mm-hmm. It, it, but it's, there's no consistency. Like, play the one part at all times. Like, Bananas is playing a part for the show, but he's always the same guy. Yeah. So is Wes. Like, they're not, it's not like, oh, Wes is talking to whoever. He's, like, the world's nicest guy. And then the confessionals, he's the biggest asshole in the world. No, when he's at the thing, he's yelling at Kayla and Jenna. It's like, hope you didn't fuck up your marriages.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like, with, with, yeah, with Swaggy, it's like, I, yeah, I like, I like the thought, the thoughtful, smart, um, dude that I see in the house. To be perfectly honest, I mean, the nickname Swaggy doesn't really necessarily sit with that persona, but I think that's his actual personality, and I dig the regular personality, but. I guess I mean I know you have producers there telling you to play stuff up, and some people can't just you know have an amped up version of themselves. They have to create a whole new character. I guess I, guess, I think that's what's happening with him. You have to remember the guy was on one season of Big Brother and got like launched in the second episode, so TV time is uh, limited at best.
1: Yeah, I also I saw Scott from Challenge Mania kind of tweet this out that they should have couples on these shows. It's not fair. <laughs>
2: in what sense it's two votes
1: yeah (laughs) um eh, i guess it is
2: two votes yeah but i don't know but it also creates other dramas and stuff now you're kind of dealing with like two people who are trying to you know for instance now because they're a couple Swaggy's gonna have to deal with when Bailey goes off the rails on somebody. He's gonna have to play damage control on that. Tori has to play damage control when Jordan's an asshole to everybody. There's usually one partner in the in the couple that has to play a little damage control. So that I guess that associates you with that damage control, so that maybe that's like the the right or the write-off with with all that.
1: Yeah, but it's not like that stuff is any fun to watch.
2: I mean, like, it, yeah.
1: If it, if just just put the loose cannon person on the show, like put Bailey and put Jordan on the show.
2: Here's my concern, Pat. If we do that, there's no couples on the show. Do we just get a whole bunch of storylines like uh, like Jenna and uh, Zach? Because thank God that is over. Oh my God, what a buzzkill that was for this entire program.
1: So I actually dug into this a little bit. To figure out why Zach was so mad, and I have an unconfirmed story about what happened. So, something I saw written on the internet, which logically makes sense. I have no idea. Nobody
2: lies it. on there, so it's probably true.
1: Yeah, I've heard the internet. It didn't come with one of those like Twitter like uh, fact checks, so got to be true. Yeah. yeah, that's the way that I I interpret this stuff now. <laughs> Is that apparently Jenna and Corey hooked up? Well, Zach and, cause I mean, who doesn't look up with Corey? Everyone knows. Beautiful <laughs> man. Well, Zach, well, Zach and Jenna were like broken up, and that's whose DM that he saw. Uh, that, and then he knew Corey was on the season, but then he had heard rumors that there was someone on the show cheating on their boyfriend. And since he doesn't have, like, a tap into who it was, like, he, he was basically looking at spoilers on the internet, heard this rumor about someone cheating on their boyfriend, which was Kayla, not Jenna, but he thought it was Jenna with Corey.
2: Uh, that makes sense, because there's always little, like, rumors like that that float around. Um, oh, yeah, somebody on the show is cheating on their boyfriend. That makes sense. And he knows Corey's there. Corey sleeps with everybody. I can understand the frustration.
1: I mean, it seems like he he really went at it in the worst possible way. But as, as Zach does. Here we are. But, I mean, it's not like Jenna hasn't cheated on Zach on one of these shows before. Because she did with that homeless guy, Bruno.
2: Oh, yeah. I forgot about
1: him. Gave him a quick handy on the plane. Yeah. I mean,
2: what were we thinking about Jenna? Is this the end of the line? It might be.
1: Like, I just don't know what she's contributing. Like I would like to see, like, if Jenna wasn't with Zach and she was in the house and she was trying to hook up, like, I think she'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But, like, everything just, at least last year when Zach was on, nothing revolved around Jenna. It was just about Zach and, like, he was kind of likable because that was the story that they ended up getting cut with. But with Jenna, just, like, everything she does, whether Zach's on the season or not, is just about Zach. And it sucks. Like, I want to see her have her own character not just be an extension of Zach, who, frankly,
2: is kind of boring. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, Rob was asking us about, like, why would they continue to do that story with Jenna? It's just like because they knew that she was going home pretty soon, and they literally had no interesting things that she was doing in the house besides this seemingly, like, produced segments. So, They're like, hey, go make a Skype call so we have some tape of you. Um I think yeah, she can she can sit out a couple couple seasons. Like she hasn't been adding much to this show in a while.
1: Well, I mean, especially in this sort of condition, like there are no good storylines because everyone's in the fucking bunker and it seems like it sucks to live there. Like part of the fun of this show, like I've always said, is seeing the people have fun and that leads to like bad decisions. Everyone's having it was an accident, Paul, having too much fun. Like, yeah. that sort of scenario. That's just not happening. And I, you, for for the women watching, they want to see the dudes with their shirts off. For the guys watching, they want to see the babes in bikinis. We're just not
2: getting that. <laughs> it's true, it's too cold where wherever they are right now. That is yeah. that is the number one issue. That because the, yeah, they're hanging out in that little athletic room. Seems like everyone's grinding, 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 working. But like we're not seeing all the pool shots. We're not seeing pool parties and stuff. Just impromptu pool parties. Like that's that's where some of the magic happens. That's where. Jordan made fun of Turbo's walk, and and so on and yeah. so forth. Like, we're not getting any of that stuff. It's, I guess, yeah. I mean, the, the challenge should only be done in hot locations, I think we're learning.
1: Yeah, I have no problem with, like, going to Czech Republic. Just go in the summer.
2: Yeah,
1: 100%. 100%. Like We need hot, we need beaches. Like, we need people with, like, as little clothes on as possible. That's the move.
2: Yeah, there has been a a very like lots of sweatpants no bikini shots this season
1: no everyone's wearing like three layers
2: (laughs) yeah it's uh, it's, it's a little ridiculous
1: cold is fine for like the finals like when they did the X's the first X's season and it was like bananas and Camilla CT and DM and Kai and Emily and like the final challenge was on a glacier in Iceland like that's fine But the rest of the season wasn't completely frozen; It was somewhere next. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing we get the opposite of that this time around, where they go from like this to like some sort of paradise. That'd be my
2: guess. 100%.
1: 100%. You you survived the bunker. Now you get to go here.
2: Yeah. I I wonder where they're going to go next with it for sure. I think What's up?
1: Do you, do you think that Nelson's going to go all the way or do you think he keeps getting voted in because Kayla and Jenna getting like going home really helps out Nelson.
2: Yeah. Like it, it seems like that Nelson Corey dynamic in general, exactly. um, they're kind of looking pretty good now. Um, a lot of their rivals but, and-, and enemies and stuff are all even. So it's, it's setting up. We've been talking about the Corey season, how Corey's getting the good cut. Like it's really starting to look like that.
1: Yeah, so you have, you have Corey and you have Nelson, but it, it did seem like Fessy's kind of like a part of their gang now too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, which That's I found terrifying. weird because, like, Swaggy <laughs> Swaggy and Fessy were like uh, – they were on the same team on Big Brother – um, they did like they've done some work and stuff with each other outside of this. Like, I kind of assumed they would be on the same team, so that could all be kind of a smokescreen as well. Like, they could all be together secretly.
1: Well, you know, maybe Fessy looked at it and said, "Like, oh, it seems like Swaggy and Baylor are just in with West and not me." Mm-hmm. Like, they that—that's the way that they're leading. Also, the move with Josh wasn't to be a complete moron about the entire situation. It was to team up with Swaggy and take out West. That was the move. Yeah, it's true. Blindside them, idiots! All of them, just a bunch of idiots. Anyway, that's it for me. What do you got?
2: Yeah, that's that's more or less for me. I actually uh, I have to make a little little fix to this board here. Um, I just realized that uh, your Twitter is my Twitter on our double phoner board, so I'm gonna have to fix that up.
1: Trying
2: to get that, uh, that that Twitter clout, are you <laughs> that would be funny if I just yeah stole stole a bunch of your uh, followers. I think the rest of the the fact that your Instagram and your Facebook are listed on this, I mean nobody 's actually going to see this, so I probably shouldn 't be talking about it, but uh, no. I was in between computers when you asked me what else is from you? I was trying to uh, to fix the board, but yeah, honestly, I think we kind of wrapped up the two episodes i don 't really have very much else to say about it really um bad episode for swaggy until josh came through and had an even worse episode by throwing a drink who throws a drink uh big T, big T on the top as things should be um look forward to her returning to the program in future seasons that's about all i have to say yeah well i'm gonna like make a dark
1: home here because it's about to rain (laughs) wolf what do you say you want to say bye you, you do nothing but nonstop chatter. I ask you to say hi. You look at me like a judge. Come on. <laughs> well, Wolf says bye. I'm saying bye. You can follow me at the PME, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, despite what the board may or may not say if you're watching the video version. Remember to smash the like button for the episode and please subscribe to that Mayo Experience Audio Podcast. Leave a five star review because we still have shows coming at you every single day. Golf is returning. Paul and Cody have the MMA show out already. Uh, So hit up that. All right. And there's going to be more of that to come from. Sports are coming back. So you're going to want to stay tuned. Thank you all for watching. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of Americans are deficient in.